0: Forget Meg Ryan, the ACA podcast that's really into close up magic. I'm Claire. I'm Lucy. And this week we subjected ourselves to watching Pitch Perfect. Yes.
1: The Flashback 2012. <gasps> college. We were in college in 2012.
0: We were in college. I remember this movie coming out, it was a huge deal.
1: Acapella was a
0: big deal. Deal at the time. Yeah. Rema- this This really brought me back to like a dark time in music culture. <laughs> like Because all of the songs... I feel like when they oh play God. that song at the party, that's like, you gotta keep your head up. I was like, was this a big song even then? Like, everybody's like, oh! Like, anytime somebody opens their fucking mouth in this movie, the entire
1: crowd stands up to be like,
0: I remember this song, yeah. too.
1: Yeah. I remember this being a big deal when it came out. I remember people loving it. And... <laughs> That was enough. That's to dive right in. That's something about the movie that does not age well. The um, music selection. Because I had to look up a lot of the songs. Like the Pitbull song they sing at the end with Neo, Everything Tonight, Grab Somebody Sexy. Like, I was like, okay, I know Pitbull is in the song. It's a Pitbull song. I didn't know Pitbull had songs. Not not a featuring Mr.
0: Worldwide. The fucking song that they sing at the end before Magic, which also Magic is a bad song, doesn't hold up at all. B- Bright Lights, Big City. I was like, oh. did I ever hear this song? I've never heard that song. It's a CeeLo song. I was like, he had two hits and neither oh. of them were this. Interesting. Like, I just, so this movie came out while I was actually like, I, it, I just checked, rechecked the date, but it came out while I was living in a house with somebody in an a cappella group. I was, at the time, very close to somebody in the all-male acapella group on campus as well. And my roommate threw parties for all three of the acapella groups on campus at our apartment, so... I feel like I was really immersed in
1: the culture without a cappella culture.
0: I was as close to it as you can get without being in the group. But I smoked with them every Wednesday. So, you know, I was in one of their groups. Mm. They would have fun traditions. Like at the first party every year, you had to go around and sing your audition song, a cappella. No. Every time anybody took shots, everybody would do this like, like they'd sing shots, a cappella. Because that was a big song at the time. It sounds fake. It does, but it was so real. It was every Saturday of my life. Not every Saturday, but like, the kids were so interesting because they didn't really party. They were like famous nerds among nerds, though. So like, the movie
1: gets certain parts of acapella culture correct. Because like, where do, where, where did the acapella kids not... Like, are they musical theater people?
0: Like, are they... Some were. So, like, Ithaca was interesting because you had so many avenues where you could be, like, a legit, quote-unquote, <laughs> um, like, a lot of kids who thought they were very, very talented went to Ithaca to be very talented majors. Like, musical theater majors, annoying, the worst of the worst. Dillingham, of course, get out of my face. Anywhere you go. Most of the girls in premium blend, which was... Ithaca's all-girl were like musical theater or like singing majors. Then there was Ithaca Pella, which was the all-boys. A lot of those boys were, again, like music majors in mm. the music school. And then Voice Stream was the co-ed one who was chill and everybody was kind of from like all over. That one was yeah. the one you would kind of go for if you were just like,
1: I just like to sing and I have a pretty good like, voice. in this movie, I'm like, is... Anna Kendrick's character, a music major? Like, what's anyone's major? Like, what's anyone studying?
0: Okay. Biggest problem with this movie, it doesn't feel like college.
1: No. That was the thing that, that was like the f- one thing that stood out to me when it came out at the time, is I was like, this college campus is so clean and large, and everyone here is 27. I'm supposed to believe Anna Kendrick is 18. I... Oh, excuse me? Everybody
0: is, everybody looks like this... It feels like a young professional's thing. It doesn't feel like high school... Like, first of all, she's supposed to be, like, a freshman in college. Why is her dad there? Being upset about your parents' divorce is such a high school storyline that it doesn't Mm -hmm. need... No parents should exist in college world. The stakes could be there with no presence from her father. Yeah, she's the worst because she just shows up and is immediately like, I hate this. I'm going to be vaguely racist towards my room. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. What the fuck?
0: Like, I didn't expect this movie to hold up super well, but there was a lot of stuff that I was just
1: like, oh, why does Rebel Wilson keep making jokes about Jewish people?
0: Lots of jokes about jewish people the fat amy stuff didn't hold up at the time for me but i feel like a lot of people liked that there was a character calling themselves fat at the time but like her relationship with the workaholics guy is so bizarre yeah this this movie has no rules that it can stick to
1: yeah and i mean it doesn't feel like a college because like it's not like quite like messy like the one party scene that they have in the movie is so boring and nothing Mm -hmm. happens It's just, like, different shots of people improvising their lines badly and, like, does not move the plot forward at all. The plot, like, hinges entirely on Anna Kendrick's character. Yeah. And she's not likable (laughs) and not in a fun way. In a not fun way.
0: There's, like, so many opportunities. For it to do something cool or have a conflict and instead it's just like
1: the conflict is Anna Kendrick wants to go to LA and be a music producer and she has her USBs full of her <laughs> mashups.
0: <laughs> Mashups were also big at the time. I feel like
1: Glee. Yeah, mashup really is not a word you hear anymore.
0: You know, because we're. I feel like TikTok is bringing them back in a weird way. Like when Good for You came out, I feel like everybody was like, "You could put it over this song, and it works as well." And it's like, yes, this is what a mashup is. This is. Are we rediscovering these? Oh no, I don't want this.
1: Do you remember in Glee? Um, what was it? It's like Usher. The Usher song. It was. It's my life. And confessions part two mashup. Oh God, yeah. That was a big deal. Like that, people were obsessed with because that's like one of the first episodes. The there guys was, sang that.
0: There was that one, and there was the Adele mashup. The rumor has it, and oh yeah, not important. But yeah, no. Like the entire plot hinges on Anna Kendrick, certified cool girl. Jesus Christ, she has the worst eye makeup I've ever seen on camera. It's bad i she's so alt it hurts she's alt but
1: it's like and this is one of the biggest issues with the movie let's just dive in here i mean we've talked a lot on this podcast about like i'm not like other girls she even says in the movie she's like I, her confession is that she was never one of those girls that was friends with other girls until now. She's into one thing only, and it's making mashups on her laptop. (laughs) She has tattoos. She wants to, you know, she's very like, I'm different. But like, she, she never once in this movie is like brought down a peg. She's never once like humiliated. When things go wrong, all the Beckas turn to her and they're like, fix us. And then she's like, I got it. Like, it's never stressful for her. She's never like, oh, my God, what am I going to do to arrange for, like, the Bellas? Like, she never struggles.
0: Oh, no, no, no. She's a genius. A savant. <laughs> she a is a musical genius. <laughs> Give her a Bruno Mars song and watch her fly. <laughs> it's, like, every time the movie is like, here's a conflict, it doesn't make sense like, the mm. there's, like, the radio DJ guy who's cool and has abs and is Australian and is 40 fucking five years old. There's he does really, not look. No reason for him to be in the movie. There's no reason
1: for the music station to be a thing. It's weird. Also, her dad is like, you need to join a club. And then she's like, oh, I work at the radio station. He's like, that dark, dingy place. I'm like, college radio is actually, like, a big deal. People care a lot about it.
0: So that is another thing that they got right about like freshmen aren't allowed in the booth. Like the self-important radio people. Like I was like, okay, there's certain elements of this that I feel like they really nailed. Like college radio being a big deal and people thinking they have incredible music taste and like getting a 12 o'clock show. Like there was no conflict where she had to choose the radio or the Bellas except that one time where he's like, come listen to a thing with me. But it doesn't like And then that nothing happens with that. And then she gets arrested for not throwing a trophy that scene it, made no fuck the arrest i was like oh this is this is a worse i bailed you out scene than in showgirls like <laughs> it is achieving the same thing Nothing happens. Like Jesse is such a nothing character. He doesn't need to be there. This movie should not have a romantic interest. It ruins everything. He is annoying to look at and hear. He and Ben Platt look the same. (laughs) Why would you cast
1: them in a movie next to each other? It's rude. Well, they gave Ben Platt, I assume they're not real. Maybe they are. His actual sideburns. And they dress him in t shirts with fake ties on them. They're trying to make him a nerd. It's just mean. He doesn't need to be there. I feel th- it's just like, am I supposed to be like at the end, like, yes, Benji made it in the group? Like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to feel, but, and then I'm supposed to like hate Bumper. But I like Adam Devine, I find very, like, I unapologetically love Adam Devine. I think he's funny. I like workaholics. So I was like, fine, whatever.
0: I found his character just confusing, because I was like, okay, he's either an out-and-out douchebag or he's not. He was into Fat Amy, but then threw a burrito at her, screaming
1: sabotage. Well, because the scene of them, like, being into each other at the party was improvised. So it's like, it doesn't have anything to do with their... But also, they they throw a burrito at her, and then they pick them up no more than
0: ten minutes later. Yeah, they're they're like, like, okay, yeah, we got you. Yeah, get on the bus. I thought it was going
1: to be a whole scene of, like... The treble tones or whatever the fuck aren't going to pick them up. And so now they have to figure out. No, I think they they were going to show up.
0: Like, I'm sorry. Are are we are we too good for the show up in the back of a farmer's truck covered in hay trope? Like, come on, give me ladies. Absolutely. Sing party in the USA in order to get a ride. Like I. Yeah, this, this movie really does succeed in a way that I was like, oh, music is manipulative. Because the reason that people like this movie is that the last
1: ten minutes are good. Yeah, like the last like two like performances, you're like, oh my god, like the per- like the the arrangements. Yeah, it's good. The last like, two performances of the guys and the girls gets you
0: going. Like the it's first, great. the bright lights, big city. Like whatever, it's a it's a white guy singing a song. It's not that impressive. Um, yeah. because I also feel like they didn't really use, like, acapella as well as they could have, but that's a different thing. But well, then, like, yeah, magic is a good arrangement. Ben Platt can sing a fucking song. That's we, yeah. why he's still playing somebody. That's why somebody. he's around. He's playing somebody in a movie this year younger than the person he played in a movie in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out, Hollywood. Love that. Love that. But, like, then the Bella's performance is is good. But yeah. I've always had... My biggest issue with this movie is that in the beginning of the movie... They're like, we only sing songs made famous by women. (gasps) I was going to bring this up. I don't understand why they, as soon as they get good, the very first song they sing that they're like, we're now fixed thanks to Becca is Bruno Mars. And it's like, why not? There were so many talented women making songs at this time. I don't understand. Claire, because
1: I don't, I have no idea why it couldn't have just been like, update the catalog and like... I think that's a cool idea. Like, for an all-female acapella group, we only sing songs made I love by... I I like that. I don't have an issue with that. So, like, yeah, do it. A- like, she makes a joke earlier about, like, performing Mariah... Like, all ladies performing, like, a Mariah Carey single or something. I'm like, that sounds great. I would hear that. But, no, we have to sing the fucking Breakfast Club theme song <sighs> for the fucking
0: plot of the movie let's get into Moving it
1: <laughs> i hate
0: what i have now dubbed john hughes shorthand and i think oh, it was it's everywhere it was rampant especially at this time like this movie and easy a i was really say, are, are the two biggest yeah. like incriminators of this to me like if you cannot make your own meaningful ending it's not good enough to just rip off somebody else's but also yeah, you jesse, can't just be like
1: breakfast club soundtrack
0: oh my god iconic jesse is a full-on sociopath who shows? I, just picture. Okay, first of all, the first time he tries to get her to watch movies, they're sitting in the middle of a college quad, and he's like, "Let's watch I a brought movie outside." Movies. For, movies are not something I, I love. A movie. If somebody just came up to me and was like, "Let's sit on the ground for two hours and watch this spontaneously," I'd be like, well, "Get so the fuck out of here." The- In the middle of the day, we're outside. I can't see the screen. The glare. Thank you. Immediately, I was like, nope, this doesn't work. Did you bring a blanket? A Capri Sun? I'm thirstier now than I was 10 minutes ago. Like, what is this plan? But then he shows up to her bedroom, which also, the amount of people going in and out of this bedroom. Like, why is her father in there? I was like, this is inappropriate. You have a roommate. Like, he can't just come in while you're
1: asleep. Yeah, if my father was a professor at the college I went to, I'd be like, I'm not telling you what dorm I'm in. No. Leave me alone.
0: Jesse comes over and is like, this is the best ending of a movie. Uh, I would wager that it is not, in fact. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, that's realistic, I think, for, like, allegedly the 18-year-olds that these two grown adults are attempting to portray. Of, like, you're 18 and you're like, The Breakfast is the best movie ever. But it's portrayed in the movie as, like, fact. Also, she doesn't like movies because... The endings are predictable. In that case, if that's how you feel, I'd be like, why is this girl not into like, like alt cinema? Like, watch right. Gummo. Like, watch a Tarkovsky movie. Like, w- watch a Racerhead. Like, I don't can I, understand. Can I
0: introduce you to French film? Or
1: <laughs> seriously, watch like some Jean Luc Godard? Like, you're you're not into movies because they're predictable.
0: But also, like, how boring do you have to be to just not like? Movies Like, get, she's also, oh,
1: she's so smart. She's the smartest person in the room. Darth Vader. Vader means, I'm like. <laughs> Vader literally means father. means father. And she has like that fucking shit grin on her face. She's like, Vader means father. Literally. I'm like, I want to punch you.
0: She's grumpy and she's always right. And then the she's movie never right. proves her wrong. And so you're just like, well, this is like, even the movie, like the movie has very few rules. It disregards all of them. But at one point it's like, you can't sleep with a troublemaker it's a big deal to even talk to them becca never faces consequences no for this like they and i get they kind of like hand wave it by her being like you already lost two members what are you going to do kick me out too and it's like
1: but the, I don't but know but why the they, whole plot is like she needs to be in a club in order to appease her father in order to move to LA so you would think there'd be a point of like they kick her out and then she has to humble herself to the bellas and be like i actually i do need you
0: that's the thing is like even when she sings bulletproof and they all kind of get mad at her they're still not actually that mad at her they're just like told no. they should be and they're like yeah it threw us off and i'm like this is the whole
1: the whole movie is just is just anna camp who by the way funniest actress of her generation wasted in this fucking movie i love her she i think anna camp's hilarious i don't know why she's given just puking jokes in this movie what is the deal with the puking also I don't want to see that it's gross it's gross it's not funny it's gross it's not funny it doesn't
0: really make any sense they give her this whole like my dad is mean to me shtick sure this movie I have this is (laughs) a weird (laughs) thing to say but like I have the same problem with this movie that I did with like the Hunger Games series which is the main characters never have to make a decision things just happen around them Mm. And then they react to it. So, like, the Bellas don't qualify for the ICCAs, except for the fact that there's a ringer in one of the other acapella groups. And thank God Benji ran after Anna Kendrick when she left so that he spotted a tote bag. I was like, what? This yeah. is the most convoluted thing I've ever just... Make it so that somebody got sick or, like, whatever. But it just feels like the movie gives, like... The end of the movie, she grabs him and is like, and he's like, I told you the end is the best part. And she says, shut up. And I was like,
1: ugh, oh my god. We also watched the ending together. And then there's like there's like the scene of her watching The Breakfast Club for the first time all the way through, and she's crying. And I'm like, OK, like, sure, if this is the first time you've seen The Breakfast Club and you're 18 years old, fine. Like, you have this reaction to this iconic John Hughes movie. Of course. Fine. But as we said, like, the movie relies on The Breakfast Club too much. And, like, it doesn't make me like the characters. Like, their love story, like, I don't really care.
0: Well, they have no chemistry.
1: And they're both so smarmy towards each other. And, like, not in, like, a fun, like, romantic comedy, like, banter sort of way. And then I, I guess she's humbled a little bit. cause She's like, I push everyone away. Right. But, but she's then saying she says that to her dad, and
0: I'm like, he didn't need to be here. She yeah, should be saying doesn't... this to Jesse. But then when she shows up to, to talk to Jesse, he's like now a dick to her, for yeah. seemingly no reason. Like there's nothing that's really changed in her behavior, and he has no moment of like, oh, I've been a pick me boy over here. You yeah. have been giving me no signals that you'd like this to continue forward. But I have been, okay, I'm going to back off and then I'll let you make the grand gesture. Toward- There's none of that. It's just like, oh, I guess they're mad at each other now.
1: Yeah, I will say it's like believable to me that like a college, like this is very college to be like, I'm going to subtweet my crush by the fucking song that my acapella group chooses to sing. Like, Yes, that would absolutely happen in college. Acapella groups, there's so much drama amongst, <laughs> I, I mean, amongst the male and, like, amongst all of, like, there is so much shit going on. At UVM, it was the top cats were the male. The cat's meow was the ladies one. And then there was a co-ed one called, like, Z. some. It was, like, something not having to do with cats whatsoever. The parties they had were, you know, it's like fraternities and sororities for nerds, I feel mm-hmm. Oh totally, and so like there's parties, and then there's all sorts of like draw. You know, it's like theater kids love to cause drama and shit. So
0: there's I mean, also there's like theatrics within yes. it, and like the ICCAs really did become a big thing. Like I remember the year that like Ithacapella made it was like a few years before everybody else basically started like having choreography, and I had to teach a bunch of people how to flank <laughs> because I was like, no, like here's the th- here's the thing about like group. Choreo—it's very easy. You just have to do it simultaneously. But people are idiots and want to do like a lot of moves at once, and like mm. groups are not coordinated for that kind of stuff. You just—you just gotta cross the stage at the same time, and then one of you ducks and one of you stands up. It's just about levels. Like it's yeah. really choreography is—it's a mathematical formula. I don't understand why people struggle with it so much. Like <laughs> It's, you just gotta, like, the bell is at the end. There's a really good example of levels when, like, the girl does a split
1: and then it oh, ripples that move, up. That part's great.
0: It And the energy really moves and it sends mm-hmm. you into the end. And it's like, okay, great. Like, it, but it, acapella is truly fraternities for nerds.
1: Yeah. So much. Did the Did the choreography start happening? Like, is that why people started adding choreography? There was always some, but
0: a lot of it was, like, you know, like, step, touch, like we're moving on stage we're having yeah. a good time
1: why why did this happen they make a point that we just we like hearing men harmonize with each other i wanted to talk about this yeah well because they bring it up in the movie because like men can men have a larger range because men can go into falsetto and they also can sing lower so like they just women can't if it's an all-female acapella group for the most part you won't get the bass notes that people crave so much.
0: And that is, like, the thing that our ears, like, we love, like, just the way sound works is sexist. And so, like, our ears prefer lower tones. Microphones can pick them up better. All of that Mm -hmm. stuff. But the way that Pitch Perfect figures this out is just, oh, one of the girls can sing comedically low now. Because of her, like,
1: alleged, apparently botched vocal surgery? (laughs)
0: Like, <laughs> there were so many jokes that I was like, oh, are, am I supposed to laugh every time they say nodes? Like, are they're really relying on me finding...
1: Yeah, the humor in this movie is um not there.
0: It's so disappointing. Like, Kay Cannon is somebody that has written a lot of my favorite 30 Rock episodes. But I uh-huh. think this movie is, is very emblematic of, like, the type of humor that we found acceptable at the time coming from, like, white liberal voices. Mm. Because I think a lot of these jokes in this movie, like, they don't hold up, but they're coming from this place of, like, can you believe anybody would ever think or say this?
1: Also, like, Rebel Wilson, this was, like, the peak of Rebel Wilson.
0: I think this was, like, her intro to America. Right? Because she...
1: Well, she was on a Workaholics episode, I think, before this. So, like, her and Adam Devine, like, knew each other. So, I think that's okay. why they, like, had that whatever moment. Um, but, yeah, I think this was, like, her breakthrough role, really. Right?
0: Yep. I th- Yeah. Oh, I guess Bridesmaids had come out right Oh, yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she's barely. She's She's not, not really in
1: it. No. Really. But, like, the whole punchline with everything that Rebel Wilson does, to me... Is like, oh look how funny it is that this like fat woman has confidence. Isn't that like I'm like it's supposed to be like funny that she's like saying crazy sexy things because and like making fun of her weight. It's just really uncomfortable. They
0: get, they try to have their cake and eat it, too, in that, like, Mm -hmm. she's making the fat jokes about herself. Like, no, no, guys, we're not saying fat people can't run. The fat girl is saying that fat people can't run. Right. And then, yeah, like, the scene of her, like, in the pool surrounded by her boyfriends. And then it's supposed to be funny that, like, nobody could believe she had a boyfriend. Yeah. And then, but there's also the jokes, like, about the lesbian in the group.
1: That I'm like, are we supposed to be on Fat Amy's side? I know because they keep calling. I'm like, and it's also, it's also like, I think made clear in the beginning, like that she is a lesbian. So then, like, when they're like, oh, it's gonna come out. I'm like, I thought this was already like a one-off joke, and now it's like done.
0: The worst joke for me was that they kept having her like assault other members in the group, and then be like, it's not bad because I'm also a woman. So there's, like, the scene of the girl, like, blowing the rape whistle, and she's oh, saying, yeah. like, it's not bad, but she's grabbing her ass, and I'm like, no, this is, fuck, this is, this is weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you felt comfortable making this joke. Like, and it's the same thing, like, the movie starts with a rape whistle joke, where she's like, only blow it if, if it's weird Oh, real. yeah, and she,
1: like, puts it in between her teeth, like, oh, I'm so irreverent. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I think another one of the downfall of this movie is, as I mentioned before, like the improvisation specifically from Re- Rebel Wilson like it says in the trivia on IMDb where it's like oh a lot of Rebel Wilson scenes were improvised and like they had the she had the entire cast and crew like roaring in laughter she would like go on tangents for 20 minutes and I'm like that does not translate to the screen I did not laugh once at anything she said not one time
0: I feel like that idea of like oh this actor is so funny they can just riff like it might work in scenes with her and Adam Devine where she's like matched with somebody who can match her.
1: Yeah, but very in true. in a
0: lot of these scenes she's just playing to Anna Kendrick's dead face as she's like smirky smirky smarm smarm. Like that her entire thing. Yeah, but just- like
1: improv in movies you need to have that's a very good point. You need to have someone else there. Like in a lot of like the Christopher Guest movies. Like everyone in the scene is like improvising on board. They're all in it. Whereas if you just have like one person doing it to know, it's like silent, like s- silent scenes.
0: It feels like when somebody tells you a story and then halfway through realizes that it's not funny because you had to be there. That's what her improv, I think, felt like on set was everybody was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it's like, right, but the audience wasn't experiencing any of that energy. And these 20 no. minute tangents probably don't cut down into a 30 second joke pr-
1: that well. Yeah. And then you you can just tell that it's improvised and it's not not in a good way. Like you can just tell it's like silly jokes like the thing where she's saying that it's like her like Jewish hairs, Jewish orthodox hairstyle. I'm like, "What what is the joke?
0: What's there, happening?" It, well, and then there is no joke. Ju- it feels like an SNL skit that won't end. And like <laughs> they just cut to somebody else making an even more
1: That's meh. the entire party scene. It's just like Yeah. Weird scenes, and then, like, he's drunk, and then it ends. I'm like, okay, so college parties are literally the most drama-filled, most wild, like, most, like, crazy shit, like, happens. People get upset. There's a girl crying. There's, like, people get so drunk. Like, where is that?
0: If you don't have somebody in your college party scene on the phone with a long-distance boyfriend saying, (laughs) I can't hear you, why are you mad? No, I'm going outside. I'll call you back. Like, every... Every weekend, there is somebody crying on the sidewalk, surrounded by friends, as their friends are like, "No, it's fine. Just go talk to." Them. Someone
1: drank someone else's liquor, and now they're mad about it. Like, there's random people showing up there that what? people are upset about. You weren't invited. Why Someone's are you in ex my freezer? Sh- showed up, and now they have to have a summit about. Like, that's the most tame college party scene I've ever seen.
0: The idea that they were on campus in a. Thing, near enough to the dorms that somebody in the dorms could hear it drinking. I was like, this isn't what happened." Yeah,
1: have like an RA like where's bust your, up the party Where's or your something. students?
0: We had SASP, <laughs> which I forget the real oh, acronym, God. but it, we called it Students Against Students Partying, mm. but it was like students on student patrol or something. It was very dumb, uh, but they would like show up to your parties and make you dump out all your alcohol on the front lawn like there was just this doesn't feel like college the only no. college thing I got which I noticed this time because I was looking for college things is when she's moving in there are dudes holding up numbers as girls go by oh yeah the move-in scene seemed that yeah. happened to me my first weekend out college partying there were dudes on a balcony and anytime you walked by they would shout your rating down at you Wow, because college is a nightmare. The American um, male. <laughs> and for one girl who was super fucking hot, they went eight, and she flipped them off, and went, I'm a fucking ten, assholes. And I was like, I want to be her. Yes. Like, it was the scene in The Parent Trap where I was like, she got her duffel out. Like, <laughs> that's the type of confidence. Hey, tie-dye
1: girl. <laughs> oh my God, let's just talk about that movie again. It's so better much movie. More enjoyable. <laughs> I have a lot more to say. Talk about those divorced parents- the,
0: like uh, also the Becca Chloe friendship in
1: this movie, I was like, "Why is this here? Are they gay?" I know I'm like, "What is Becca's thing other than Becca is Brittany Snow, right?" No,
0: Becca's Anna Kendrick. Oh, Chloe oh, oh, right.
1: Is a, yeah, a, a, Chloe. All, also, all of the names are bad. What is Chloe's deal?
0: She's um weak
1: because she, she has doesn't... nodes. That's she, about- she has notes. She
0: never stands up to Anna Camp at, at, until the end when they're wrestling over the pitch pipe.
1: And then she's the one that's like, "Becca's a fucking musical prodigy. Uh, why don't we listen to her mashups?"
0: And I'm very comfortable with my body.
1: Let's and sing "Titanium" by David Guetta. You know, David featuring Guetta. Sia.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line in any movie. Is you know David Guetta? Like I have been living under a rock and yeah. it's like, yeah, that age so terribly. Like the <laughs> classic musician, David sexy bitch Geta, like it he it the way that they use like Breakfast Club in the movie too, I just like I was like, no, at this time the movie would have been V for Vendetta. Like there are other (laughs) shitty boy movies that he would have been like, this is meaningful to me that wouldn't have held up and would have been funnier. But like, it's the same thing with David Guetta. It's like, Chloe doesn't have a thing. They kind of, they keep mentioning this thing in the movie that like bothered me. So I was like, make it a thing. Where they were like the Bellas used to all be thin and conventionally attractive and look like flight attendants. Oh
1: yeah, because she's like we need like girl like bikini body ready girls is like something.
0: Okay, Philip Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Baloney Boo Barb doesn't want to sing with them.
1: What is that joke? Why are you showing me like a woman with big nipples? This like two thousand twelve,
0: we weren't brawless yet. Like that mm. girl would not. She'd have some. Also,
1: like those. But are also, the... like, what? What is the joke? She has big nipples.
0: She has large areolas. Shout out a large areola representative. Did this movie
1: try to like shove in some like crass college humor, like with showing a girl's n- big nipples and like the throwing up?
0: Yeah, I think I, the throwing up has always confused me because I'm like, was this like, is this the thing? Cause I think in any movie aimed at women, particularly at this time, there always Mm. had to be gross-out humor involved. Like Bridesmaids has the shitting themselves scene. Mm. Like I feel like there was always Mm. this kind of like, oh no, you can bring your boyfriend. There's vomit humor. They'll find that funny. And it's like this serves no one because that. What does this? What does the vomiting add that couldn't be there by not having? Allegedly,
1: it's funny. But it's not. Um, This movie's not funny. This movie's not funny. The only part that made me laugh was when there's, like, the older guys in the lobby singing booty work, like the guy from Scrubs. Yeah. And then the, like, that one guy who's in stuff sometimes. I don't know why, but, like, them, like, being, like, weird and singing this song in the lobby made me really laugh. But, like, that, I think, was it.
0: Yeah, that's not enough. That's
1: not (laughs) It's Not enough for for a two <laughs> and then I hour. Was like, Wait, bring back Turk from Scrubs and that other guy.
0: They had like they had so many people that I was like, oh yeah, hey McLovin, like you're here for two jokes that aren't funny. No, like the guy who's like, I'm tone deaf
1: and I hate myself and hosts the riff off. And the, no, like the... this movie could have been like a ma- This could have been like a High School Musical level. This could have been Camp Rock quality. I would believe it.
0: The thing is, like, even the riff-off, it's missing a scene. Because Let's
1: please talk about the riff-off, but go okay. ahead.
0: So <laughs> the, the, the riff-off is, again, have rules, no follow. So, like, there's four a cappella groups on campus. Stoners, gay kids, Barton and Bella's uh, troublemakers. The, the stoners get eliminated because she comes in singing a song that I guess is not correct i don't know not she's too
1: high to sing um
0: (laughs) then then the very next round the trebles win first of all it's a you're having a fun scene of like really cool fun genres and you're not you're you're not switching them up fast enough so like you're just love songs songs about sex like that's every song so it's not fun to watch it's a lot like, of songs. The, what, the fact that they couldn't come up with a song to go off of no diggity. I was like, do these people not know any songs? There's a million words in here. If you can riff off of and. Yeah,
1: exactly. But like the whole thing about like songs about sex is like Anna Camp's character is like songs about sex. Oh my God. We're a traditional, fe- like classy female ensemble, whatever. I would like to know how you make up vocal arrangements on the fly. Ba, ba, for these songs. Ba, 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 Like, <laughs> Like, okay, this is impressed. I'm impressed if you can quickly arrange a pop song improvisationally. Just like extep- extemporaneously, you're just like, let's quickly come up with harmonies without saying anything. How? how is How are you doing this? Yeah, also, like, they're immediately good at that, so I'm like, okay, so are the Bellas talented?
0: Because, like, uh, this movie can't set, I feel like I just, (laughs) I'm all over the place, but this movie can't set a goddamn tone to save its life. Is the audition scene
1: good or bad? What are they saying with it? They're saying that bad people are auditioning for the most part, and then... But think Becca comes in, and she <laughs> she starts a moment. She teaches them a lesson. She is
0: the movement. I when Cups started happening, I was like, how did I forget? How did I had ever to turn away.
1: It's so cringe to witness.
0: <sighs> if you were not alive in 2012 or didn't own a fucking radio or didn't work in a restaurant, Cups played every day. It was a. It was a deal. Everybody was sitting in their dorms learning how to move a cup from left to right and clap and turn it. Oh, the amount of people that did that cover. It was a party trick. Unnameable. Unnameable. And also that song isn't that good. And then the cover that she did for the soundtrack is like... Oh was on the radio this so, often. Also, so bad. This was also, I feel like peak, like ukulele girl
1: time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yes, it was. So, like, <laughs> combine those two together. There was, wow. That, this, the butter, no, there was a fucking acapella cover of Call Your Girlfriend that used the same, like, bump, bump, butter, bump, bump. Oh, nice. And there was, like, two, I feel like this was also the time for, like, precocious children to go on Ellen after covering yes, songs. definitely. So, like, there was a lot of, like, cute blonde girls who were, like, six and couldn't really sing, but we were all like, they're, they're trying, and they're six! Yeah. Excellent. Y'all, we all tried things when we were six, we just didn't have anywhere to put the videos.
1: Can we also be real? I mean, I get that, like, the Bellas are desperate and they need people, but if you showed up to an audition for a legit acapella group and you didn't sing the song that they asked you to, you would not make it.
0: Well, I also, okay, as... <laughs> Every acapella audition I've ever heard of, and I've heard about many because, wow, do they love to bitch about how long they took? You would show up and you'd sing your own song because not everybody yeah. can sing that you're not singing the same range. like you're showing up and you're saying, "I'm a soprano, but also it was a way to check how cool you were to be like, what "Oh, what song, song are you pick to sing?" Because that's the thing at the end.. Interesting. It always pisses me off that the last line in this movie, she doesn't name a song. And I'm like, I'm sorry, were we trying to keep this timeless?
1: Like, Also, like, yeah, show me what the cool girl song would pick. Like, what would she pick? One of her mashups to A Thousand Miles by that fucking band. The Proclaimers. Yes. So she does her little cup thing and then does her <laughs> smirk. And Becca's the coolest girl ever to exist. She knows no diggity. As we learn later, she's... When when she does that and, like, the, a silence falls, I'm like, is everyone just, like, shook that this girl knows no diggity? Or did they just not know the song? Or, like, what what is, what is the silence? What's it happening? It goes
0: from nobody ever knowing anything that she's talking about to everybody knowing that A-O-A-O-A-O. Ao, Ao. And I'm like, here's the thing. If you sang the beginning to hey baby you, you got what I need. I wouldn't know what the fuck song you were singing. But by the time we got to the chorus, I'd be going like, you say she's just a friend. Like there are songs like that. I understand. No Diggity doesn't feel that way to me. Um, It's also very, it's just odd the way the whole scene happens.
1: But also like before that, the girl does all through the night, like Cyndi Lauper, right? right? All through the night, I'll make love to you. I'm like, People don't know that song. No. No one knows that song. Everyone knows No Diggity. Even
0: feels like the first time is kind of like, okay, like, all right. But also, here's my problem. After that, they're like, you sang It's, and you had to say It, like, you're cut off or whatever. The Madonna group never got cut off. The Madonna group never fucked up. So why was... Rule of threes, there must have been a third category.
1: And they just skipped it
0: at some point. It's not a
1: real competition because absolutely no one can arrange music on the fly (laughs) like this as a group. I just don't believe that it can happen. Someone prove me wrong. I'll I'll watch a real live riff off that occurred between acapella groups. I'm sure people tried after this movie. Um, But maybe not. They did at parties. I was witness. (laughs)
0: Two rip offs. <laughs> How did it go? Not well. Um, I always pictured like if you did a riff off in a real way where you had like almost like a two people go up, they get a category, somebody starts singing, the other one has to come up with it. As soon yeah. as that person's come up with something, you like the next person from the group would come up and try to do the next one or whatever. Like you could oh. have like competitions where it worked, I think,
1: but you'd never be able to just, yeah. Do an entire selection on the fly. (laughs) Let me just quickly uh, figure out what the harmony and bass and drums part are for this song. Half of them have perfect pitch, so it's not it's not difficult for these. Also, like I was in Boston recently and put on the radio in the car, and there was a radio station playing all collegiate a (laughs) cappella, but it was like the produced albums that they oh, made yeah. mm-hmm. so like that's another thing in this movie when you like hear like produced acapella like when an acapella group makes like an album and like how much is changed from yeah. like actually <laughs> hearing people sing there was one to, that they did just dance uh-huh i do not want to hear some girl from northeastern <laughs> singing in your paco <laughs> like i don't want that i don't know who gives these College students this level of confidence where they're like yes we're covering this iconic song well and in fact better I would say the
0: amount like also the solo thing was so funny to me because I was like I was witness to so much drama over solos solos are yes such a dramatic thing and the idea that these girls are basically like do you want it do you want it and it's like well first of all they're not in the same vocal range so. Wouldn't you like uh, do
1: an internal audition for it?
0: You have a full audition process for it and everybody gets real fucking upset because it's really political. Like the thing that I learned about acapella groups immediately was that it's not about who's talented.
1: It's about who's friends with the right people. Of course. Have you ever been to a, listen, if you've ever been to an acapella show, you have seen an acapella group perform and the person doing the solo, you're like, oh no, this is not a good match for your voice and yet i saw one of a girl doing the lake street dive you go down smooth she should not have been singing it it was not a it was rough it was a rough three minutes
0: one of the best (laughs) matches ever was um my my friend who was in at the capella he did You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and he sang the, like, really (laughs) low part because he had such a low voice, he never got a solo otherwise. Right. So they had him do, like, the growly part, and I was like, that's great, like, good job, but to have humor. There was, like, three dudes who always got the solos because they were the best ones, but, like, in voice stream, it was always, like, people would suggest songs, too. That was the other thing, they'd pick constant, like, new pop songs. So the person who suggested it always felt like a certain amount of ownership. And when mm. they didn't get the solo, it was a big deal. And they'd also be like, well, we'll give you this solo be- because it fits you better. But that means we have to give this solo to somebody who maybe doesn't sing it as well. Like it was, mm. they would rank which songs they thought people were going to like the best and put the better soloists on those. Like it was, it took everything to do with an acapella group. It took 48 hours, and they would sit in one room and bitch about each other for, like, the entire day. Then they'd come home and bitch about each other with a smaller group of people and then go back and do it all again.
1: That's the fun of it. That's what. That's the whole point. That's why, that's the politics. That's what you enjoy the drama. I mean, going, like, you're you're talking about the Grinch thing and, like, doing, like, a funny song made me, again, think about, like, male acapella groups versus female acapella groups and how, like, People love all-male acapella groups because, first of all, the people in the audience are probably mostly women. Yep. Right?
0: 100%. This is like a YouTube problem. And you
1: have a crush on probably one of the guys in the acapella group, and you're watching it, and you're freaking out because he's singing on stage, and he's being kind of cute and funny, right. and, like, it's a fun, sexy song.
0: You're watching him with a group of boys. Like, there was, yeah. um, the best one at the Capella Div- while I was there was 22 Ways to Get to My Baby's Door. Oh. I don't know that song. It's a fun song, and they were they were all very camaraderie. Like there was a certain thing that happened where they got they got big heads, and then people who joined the group who weren't actually in the super talented group in the next few mm. years felt like they had inherited something that they had not. They were not yeah. nearly as cool or funny or suave or hot. So <laughs> there was this thing where they'd kind of be like, "Yeah, I'm in a capella," and you'd be like, "That's not impressive." Yeah, I'm sorry. But we do, there's something about watching a group of boys dance and sing that
1: really- Women love it. I fucking look around in media. (laughs) But when women do it, it's not the same reaction. Women can be like kind of, because when women are sexy, it's serious. It's a serious thing. We talked about this with like the stripping for Love Mm -hmm. Island. Like, serious sexy. And then like, women don't want to like- there's so much pressure to be perfect that oftentimes... I don't blame any woman for this. I do this. Like, you don't want to be, like, too goofy or too silly because you're, like, people aren't going to, like... It's just... No one's going to laugh because people right. don't want to watch a woman be funny. That's just that's, the hard That's cool the other truth. thing
0: is, like, the audience people doesn't don't want, want that. that. Like, if you go to an acapella show and they launched into a Lonely Island song, you'd be in stitches if it was men. And if you showed yeah. up and girls started being like, I just had sex, you'd be like, I don't want this. No, yeah. thank you. You're trying too hard yeah, um, everyone, in
1: the, yeah, of course. Even, Which, like, like, the
0: end songs, like, it, it, sorry, I will stop directly referencing that, but, like, the Capella's was um, <laughs> my Coney I- Goodbye My Coney Island Baby. It's, like, nice. a barbershop song. Yeah, and, yeah. like, Voice Streams was ever more, <laughs> it's, okay. like, it was so different. And it was, like, because they were started as, like, the alt group, so they sang, like, right. alt pop, but, like, not really. And I was always just, like, Oh, we're missing the
1: zaniness of an all-male. It makes me very sad. Because, like, at the peak of Glee, our high school did, like, a male men's chorus and a women's chorus. People lost their absolute motherfucking minds for the men's chorus. They could not get enough. And the women, it was like, here we are singing this pretty song. So it was like, you know, that's like a real... People don't enjoy watching women be together having fun. People don't like that. Which is
0: why it's interesting that this movie like made it so that people did actually kind of think that that was fun yeah. but the movie took away all of the specialness of it being an all female
1: yeah when you thing. sing songs written by men
0: when you sing then songs written by men with bass notes provided by a man on yeah. the thing like it just it wasn't even like they found a clever way to do it and also the lip syncing to the bass notes is
1: laughable so it yeah. looks extra terrible. Like, <laughs> also, it's like, it's not like the Bellas. Maybe it is, but I don't think so. It's not like the Bellas like work together and they're like, let's find out. It's just, I mentioned this before, but it's just like Becca comes in and fix. she's like, and now here's how we are supposed to do things. Yeah. And I have the fucking vocal fucking pitch pipe and like i'm in charge of the bellas now and i do kind of like how they like changed up their outfits like just a little bit but like not too much like some of them were still wearing the scarves and like the jackets but like it was a little looser i like that but yeah it didn't like maybe like do like a different did like they do a different arrangement of one of the songs they sang previously or something no there's no. Because that would have been good.
0: Like, she does the bulletproof thing at one of the competitions, and they get mad at her. But for if it. they had but like that's
1: started it. with like, I got a new life. If they had started with that and then like made it cool, I would have been like, okay. It's so interesting
0: in movies because we both want the suspension of disbelief that you could learn a song in 30 seconds. But we also get mad when characters have put no effort into doing something. So that's a perfect compromise moment of like, start singing the arrangement that you all know. And I'm going to go around to each one of you and tell you to sing, like some of you to sing something different.
1: That would have been a better moment than her just singing Titanium by herself. If, if it, if like, like the part where it's like, we're gonna do it exactly as planned, if she had like made eyes with Amy or been like, and then like, yeah, everyone starts doing something different and like, Anna Camp's the only one who's not participating in it or something like that.
0: I did not understand. There was only one person who didn't seem to want to do it that way. So it was like, throw a mutiny. And then it kind of happens at the end, but like, they're not unionizing against the leader. They're all just like, we're just going to quit. We miss Becca. Becca was the one holding us together. It's like, yeah. Th-
1: when they're what? like, it's not the same without Becca. I'm like, is Becca really this essential? The, to the acapella group. <laughs> <laughs> because she makes, by the way, terrible, terrible dubstep remixes of popular pop songs. Girl, I- music producer? No. No. Anna Kendrick is
0: someone who seems annoying and yeah. this movie does You nothing. you hear a lot of
1: like TikTok stories about her being rude in public to people.
0: Anna Kendrick's one of those people that like this entire movie relies on you finding her very charming and I think Well
1: because she was like for a really long time and still is like the nerd guys like darling because she's like unattainable very beautiful woman.
0: She's like girl next door who makes fart jokes. Like her She's thing like on girl the-
1: next door and like guys are like, I could maybe see someone who looks like Anna Kendrick. But like she's not like Cameron Diaz, you know? Right. It's all it's all fucking made up, but whatever. In these dudes' eyes, she's not Cameron Diaz. She's an attainable so, hot. Like she's like an Aubrey Plaza. Like, oh, like maybe. Right. Like this kind of nerd girl. Like, like she's just- Like, she's funny in, like, a couple things. Like, I like her in Scott Pilgrim. I think that, like, I think she's good in that.
0: When she's used in small doses, I think she's (laughs) fine. Because, like, she's also,
1: she's not bad on, like, late night shows and stuff. Oh, actually, I think she's really good in Up in the Air. Because she plays, like, a very, like, rigid, like, rule-following, like, tight-ass, like, person. Like, her role is just good in that. In this... You're right. It's like the whole point of the movie is that you find her effortlessly charming and cool and nothing. No, nothing. She needs to do nothing. Nothing.
0: She's so talented. She's gonna, like, there's no, like, what if I go to LA and don't make it kind of feeling from her. Like, there's no... She is being forced to go to college and it's like, okay, I don't... Uh, is...
1: And then I guess she, like, grows in the movie because at the end she's like, now she's happy in the acapella group and... She doesn't, she's not going to leave to go to LA, but she's happy in the acapella group because she's in control and runs everything and gets to pick all the arrangements. And now it's her acapella group. But also like,
0: if she wants to go to LA and be a movie producer or music producer, and she has that opportunity and she turns it down to stay in charge of her college acapella group, like that's poor decision making.
1: Yeah. What is she studying in college? What is her (laughs) major? Because she's getting a free education. Like, she's uh, supposed to
0: be in an intro to philosophy class. And that's the only hint we get that there are classes taking place
1: on this campus. At the time, this is another sign that I'm getting old at the time. She's like not going to her class, which like, of course, I I cut class constantly in college. (laughs) But now looking back, I'm like, you should go to your class. (laughs) It's very important that you go. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was also like, why are you sleeping at meanwhile? (laughs) Cut to me, 20 years old. Also, like, most professors are like, I don't really, like, they don't care. They're like, you're going to fail my class, but, like, whatever. Uh, I had one
0: teacher who did not say anything to me the whole time, like, never gave me a warning or anything, and then just wrote me being like, I have to fail you. And I was like, <laughs> I literally need this class to graduate. So I had to go to her. I was in New York City. <laughs> I had cut class to drive down to the city to go to a Fantagram concert. Um, <laughs> Love like, that. So it was all The was amount, like, of, yeah, the the amount last of college professors of school, I had to
1: humble myself to. I guess, yeah, the amount of times I'm like, can I, Where? when's the, the cutoff for withdrawing from this class? <laughs> but like, I was thinking because I feel like every, like, she's not like other girls character or like smarmy girl character, I'm always like, this girl's super annoying. And I'm like, is this on me? Like, is this like internalized misogyny on my part where I'm just like, you know, but no, I think this character is just like badly done. Because I was thinking about other characters like her, like like someone like Daria or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, so many times in Daria, Daria has to, like, is constantly, like, embarrassed or, like, put... Or, like, she has, like, a huge crush on Trent and, like, that causes her all these issues. And she's, like, coming to terms with, like, who she is as a person. And, like, she does, like, you know, she has feelings, blah, blah, blah. Anna Kendrick's character is just, like, nothing.
0: With Daria, it... Goes out of your way. It, the show goes out of its way to point out that it's a defense mechanism and that yes. it's not actually any better than being like apathy is not actually inherently. Her sister superior. is like the
1: foil for her, and like they like they make that point very well.
0: Why isn't Becca's roommate the one who drags her to Barton Bella's and is like super perky and really into college and keeps trying to get Becca out of her shell? Like I feel like there could have been a good female friendship. Yeah. In a movie that's like this movie and bridesmaids were really marketed. I feel like as like women's comedy. And I always felt right. like these movies were still about women hating each other. Like yeah. at the root of it, the problem was other women. And with Becca, I feel like she's a character that came out at a time that we finally recognized that cool girl was a thing. Like Jillian Flynn had written it, not in, yeah. not in the
1: movie, but in the one book. of the most iconic things put to paper. Oh my what
0: oh 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 okay I get it. I am supposed to look like I like the look I need to achieve is 2 hours worth of effort but in 30 seconds. Yeah. Like I understand. They they do want you to look that way. They just want it to take no effort.
1: And that's why now like watching when when Becca comes up to the Bella's um, and they're, like, telling her about acapella. And, like, Brittany Snow's, like, very earnestly being, like, we really care about regionals and we really want to do this. And she's, like, lame and, like, walks away. Like, now now the discourse is, like, let women like things. Like, let right. women enjoy things <laughs> sincerely and, like, have a good time and, like, stop being a fucking asshole about it.
0: Teenage girls run culture. Sorry they do. to inform you.
1: Yep. They still Everything- do. They still do, because
0: they have the time and the patience and the community organizing skills. Yes, the i there's so many people right now who are doing incredible amounts of work for things they're not getting paid for. Meet and greets, Um, yep. Translations. I'm sorry. All of these girls who watch hours of BTS content and then just translate it into every available language for free.
1: For free. The amount of girls who have like multiple Twitter accounts for each of their like <laughs> stan things that they enjoy, like I'm sorry, but the the, the BTS Army raised a million dollars in like 24 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Black Lives Matter. To match their the band's
0: donation. And it's like, hey guys, the band has that money to give because yeah. you have all made them so much goddamn money. <laughs> like, they're, the funniest comment section on the internet is people being like, where can I find this clip, like, uh, in a fucking fan cam? Mm-hmm. And then the people underneath will, like, write, like, oh, type this into YouTube, and then somebody underneath that will be like, you should pay for the movie that this is from, because they have put <laughs> work into it. And it's like, hey, guys, <laughs> that's
1: fine. this okay. It's a movie from they're five good. years ago. <laughs> they're doing well. <laughs> don't
0: think i don't think this is necessary <laughs> protect the millionaires
1: they're fine they're fine but yeah like they're not but not because of you <laughs> right <laughs> the organizational i mean since the beginning of time the elvis fan clubs and shit that the were beatles just like everything i mean like that's the thing like i mean
0: boy bands do kind of tap into this, like, why do we enjoy a boy band so much? Versus, like, Spice Girls were huge. I don't want to say that there are not girl groups that make it huge. Especially, like, even in K-pop. Like, Blackpink is super fucking popular yes. and has crossed over and all this stuff. But, like... For, in general, the men... Right. Make it. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, Blackpink is super popular. They are, <laughs> they are nowhere near where, like, BTS is. And part of it is because there's fucking... We can't talk about them. There's seven of them. It's wild. But like with girl groups, you don't get that same thing because all girls have to be everything all at once. So of it's course. not like like with Spice Girls, you get kind of the closest. Well, because it's like built in. You're like, there's a sporty one. There's a sexy well, one. So they there's were like named posh. by a newspaper. I always find this interesting. The Spice Girls didn't give themselves the name. They gave themselves the name Spice Girls, but they right. were named by a newspaper and That's so, interesting, because I remember as a kid, you would be like, well. I'm sporty. I'm baby. Exactly. I was
1: ginger. Love. I think I, I mean, like, it's so, like, racist and terrible that, like, every young girl's like, I want to be baby, because she has, like, the cute, blonde like, long blonde, blonde hair, and she has, like, a very, like, adorable young person face, and she, like, looks, looks like a baby. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like a baby
0: but also was infantilized in a very creepy way yeah and
1: I don't think ho- anyone wanted to be sporty because you lesbian that's still. like a boy
0: <laughs> the, the girls who didn't know what why but but were I wear track pants like sporty mm. was a big deal in Ireland I feel like that look was very big at the time the like rolled track pants with just a sports bra yeah
1: it's coming that's back now. very now that's but, very like, British. Picture
0: s Club 7. That look was.
1: Big and then at if the you time. had a friend that was literally anything other than white, that was scary spice. Yep, you were oh. scary by default. So- Sorry.
0: Ooh, it's so it's so bad. Like looking back on it and just being like, oh fuck. Like it it also reminded me though of like Mary Kate and Ashley and how like in the nineties no girl was ever like I'm Ashley. Because we knew that it was cool no. to not be the girly one. So much cooler,
1: so much cooler to be a Mary Kate.
0: But now I'm like, were you a Mary Kate or were you an Ashley in denial? Like, what, right. what's the deal here? Because like looking back on it now, I'm like, I think I'm much more of an Ashley. I am not the rule breaker. I am
1: the help. But whose bedroom Hallie, would I have? Hallie is like has these little like fucking quips and blah 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 blah. And Annie. What's the other one's name? Annie is just like British and <laughs> stuffy. Stuffy and rich. Well, they're both Well, rich,
0: they're but... both <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a Nancy Myers movie. Poor people don't exist. Everyone is insanely wealthy. Not only are they wealthy, they're like generational wealthy. Like, how do you... I'm sorry. Where do you get the money to start a vineyard? How do you make your wine better than the other Napa wines. I like working
1: on a vineyard is extremely difficult work. Yeah. And, like, the amount of work that this man put in to get to the point where he's not, like, fucking shitting his pants every harvest. He's got millions
0: like, in the bank. <laughs> he is attracting gold diggers. That is how well this man is doing. <laughs> Listen, Meanwhile.
1: Some high-quality wine. <laughs> some high-quality Napa wine. Back to this... <laughs>
0: I was surprised there wasn't a goofy dance audition included. I, yeah, I feel like the movie exercised restraint around the audition process because even like they had some comedy ones, but not...
1: Yeah, it, it, it's supposed to be like a funny, like there's a, sh- there's a guy who can't sing and then there's a girl who can't sing and then there's a super gay one. Girl who, who isn't loud?
0: What's her deal?
1: I do not understand her character, and then she says the weird, like MySpace, like weird all girl joke of like I like to set fires for fun. I'm like Rar means I love you in dinosaur. What were those fucking ca- that those bunnies that happy everyone was bunny. into? Yeah, it's very much like something you'd see on a happy buddy uh-huh. hat.
0: It it felt very hot topic. I don't like, understand
1: that choice. This is that kind of character is something that. Like, a teenager would come up with for, like, a skit. Like, something we would come up with for one of our, like, fucking talent night night things.
0: We came up with better characters. The the mind of a
1: six-year-old. We had good... Our sophomore year one?
0: Dark. Our sophomore year one was super dark. (laughs) Nobody got it. (laughs) But also, I often think of all the fake superheroes we created because mm. I don't think I've come up with something funnier than Manipumate, who was an Australian <laughs> who could manipulate your mind. We also had Captain Canada. And Papercut Guy is <laughs> funny. Is funny. Papercut Guy is
1: funny. Guy who can give you paper cuts. That was it. <laughs> Listen. <sighs> wow. Um, the point is that people fucking ate this movie up. With a fucking spoon. Yeah. There are two more. Aren't they making a fourth one? I think they are. I... Okay, have you ever
0: tried to watch the second or third one? I have not. Unwatchable. Like, this one's bad, and I didn't have fun, and... (laughs) Like it was not the whole time. I was like, "Oh yeah, no." There's more that I hate about this movie than I remembered. But the second one opens with like them performing in front of Obama and Fat Amy's pants rip on a trapeze, and they is shame Obama them.
1: in the movie or is it just no? Like it's like clips it's of okay.
0: it's. There's clips of him at the Lincoln Center put in. It's very weird. And then they get shamed out of the country. They go to a they go on a USO tour or something. It makes no sense. And like Haley Steinfeld is in the next two as like a main character. Oh, yeah, because Haley
1: Steinfeld tried to make that transition to pop star. It yeah. didn't work. No.
0: Here's the thing why would you want to be a pop star when you could be an acclaimed actress?
1: You were literally nominated for an Oscar at, at like an extremely young age, and you threw it all away
0: because you wanted to sing some songs. That's what
1: fascinates me about Selena Gomez's career. I'm sorry to all the seleniators. <laughs> That out there? Whatever the f- picks Pick. You're not a good... You don't make good pop music. Well, she's Maybe, not good at acting either, so... I she's <laughs> not good at either. J- J-Lo is J-Lo. Not, not many people can be J-Lo and do both. Whoever's in charge of her career was doing well. Oh, my
0: God. We need more J-Lo rom-coms. The thing... Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, like, more power fucking to her for some reason... At the inauguration this year, still not over it. Benifer is
1: confirmed. Just- this will date this podcast. Confirmed, Benifer. Twenty years confirmed. later, Benifer is holding my year together. If <laughs> Benifer breaks it, I don't know where I'll be because I'm so pleased.
0: I mean, here's the thing: like, get back together with your exes, Hollywood. There's nothing we love seeing more. We love it. We if you if you can't succeed in a relationship, John Mulaney. Then I need Ooh. you to get back with a an ex that we all uh, have nostalgia about.
1: When Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher got together, yeah, incredible.
0: It's so unfortunate that they've like really stuck by Danny Masterson in a way that I'm like, oh,
1: you like yeah.
0: are cool with the Scientology stuff in a way I'm not comfortable with.
1: Laura prepon, Prepron. That seventy show is bad. It's a bad show. It's It's not funny.
0: And honestly, here's the thing. That seventy show was one of the shows that I, like, in college, you'd get really stoned. You'd have your show. That was my show. I thought Hyde was super fucking hot. And also, like, he was the type. Hyde is one of the best, like, TV characters as far as, like, hot guy you want the approval of. Archetype. Yeah. But the fact that he and Jackie didn't end up together always pissed me off to the point that I never cared about the rewatching fact that the show.
1: Jackie ends up with Fez.
0: And then, like, when Eric left, they should have just ended it. And they should have ended it with, like, Jackie and Steven are together, and, like, that would have made it That would have been it. Eric's they gone. Didn't, Eric's gonna go away. It's fine. They tried He's to replace
1: just... him with like some other fucking guy. Isn't that like Randy. Seth Myers' brother? Yeah. They well, so they were gonna have him.
0: The, okay, one of the darkest E True Hollywood stories is about the cast of that 70s show because <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> This is a that 70s show episode now. I, I mean, honestly, it's Love entertaining it. that this keep going movie. But um Eric the guy who played Eric, like didn't get along with the other three guys. Like Danny Matterson, um Fisher and Wilder Valderrama, all notably Bad Dudes. Wilmer. Um, Robert, Wil- Wilmer uh, the villain of the Demi Lovato story we do wow. not talk about for some fucking reason, but he was preying on young people for a long Lindsay time. Lindsay Lohan? He dated so many underage people. Like, it was, it's wild that he's not been called out for this more. Danny Masterson has multiple rape allegations against him and is a Scientologist. They all opened like a bunch of restaurants together and stuff. They kind of became like a Hollywood pack of dudes. Interesting. And the guy who played Eric just. Topher Grace was just not included in that. I love Topher Grace. Is there anything bad about him? No, he made that edit of Lord of the Rings people really like. And he seems Hell like yeah. a, a nice dude. He's got a podcast now. Like, it feels like he just Fucking looked cool. too much like Tobey Maguire.
1: They're very similar. They to, have To the fact when they were both in Spider-Man at the same time, I was like, this is a this bad casting
0: This <laughs> is similar <laughs> to the Benji problem I have in Pitch Perfect. You
1: look too much alike. Like Scott I literally were... cannot see Ben Platt in the same way ever again. Now that I found out about his family, uh, huh? I, I mean, Ben Platt is an incredible singer. He's such a he's such he has such a beautiful voice. His performance of "Somewhere" that mm. he did at the Grammys chills, amazing. He's a singular vocal artist but it's still annoying that he's in the new movie <laughs> just
0: like i huh. dear evan hansen is so funny to me because i'm i i did enjoy i imagine it was similar to people who like love cats watching people find out that cats is about nothing when people were like mm. wait i thought dear evan hansen was like a gay coming of age story you're telling me it's about a kid who manipulates another family it's so
1: terrible like it's one of those musicals where you're like oh my god this is the plot and i have to sit through it and like i oh. hate
0: secondhand embarrassment and i hate, I hate the feeling it. of like you're going to be found out a lie. And that's the entire plot. <laughs>
1: like, also, like, his songs it. that he sings about, like, being lonely are, are like, this is too real. Can't, cannot listen to this. I know no. that if
0: it had come out while I was in high school, I would probably have a much softer spot for oh, it. Oh, of course, But yeah. the
1: fact is it didn't. We loved Spring Awakening, which I have many issues with. It
0: does not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about hard music that does not sound hard anymore. You're like, no. this is a- we thought this was hard.
1: Watch the Mama who bore me <laughs> performance
0: at the Tonys. I'm sorry, wait, no. actually, watch the Mama who bore me 90210 cover. Because, oh wow. that show when it came out was like, we're edgy. This high school does spring
1: awakening. No oh high school, God. not a one. Not no. even an arts high school. You couldn't get away with it. You could not. It's like when high schools do have to do like the junior version of rent, and you're <laughs> like, what's the point of this?
0: I also love junior version of Greece. Because this oh, yeah. is one of those that, like, the stage show's so much dirtier.
1: Absolutely. Anyway, I just don't understand how this... Like, people love this movie.
0: The, do you remember, like, the Green Bay Packers were like, we dance around... The, like, they are in a sequel because it became such a thing that their football team liked this movie.
1: Isn't that just a thing where, like, dudes will be like, I love this girl thing. And then people are like, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think
0: it's... <laughs> It's the same thing. I, I'm I'm finding it very funny that people are like, "Wow, Harry Styles is talented." I'm like, he's been talented the whole time, motherfucker. Yeah. Why do you think he got here? <sighs> Teenage girls have taste. Liam's not here. We left him yeah. behind. Sorry to all the Liam girls out there, but sorry. sorry. You
1: know, you know who your fave is. Like the thing is, if you, it's if, a- it's always been. Well, I can't say it's always. Remember, it's always been Zayn. <laughs> always been zane but it has not always been zane it's always been harry it's
0: it's literally always i'm sorry like look at the you don't know your beautiful music video that is a star making moment when harry comes on the screen i gasped look at look at them on the x factor just watch them sing torn louis is just mumbling he's not he's (laughs) mouthing the words
1: y'all he's not singing he can't sing i'm sorry it's fine we're gonna anger all the louis thomason fans Here's the thing.
0: I'm much I'm I'm not super concerned about the Larry's coming after. Larry's The Larry's don't intimidate me. (laughs) I'm very worried about saying the wrong thing about BTS, much more. (sighs) Armies terrify me. I Yeah. You don't want to fuck with that. What is Skylar Aston's deal? He's married to Anna Camp. Oh my god. Oh,
1: not anymore. Oh,
0: (laughs) he was in the fourth season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend in this very weird way. He can sing. He's just very boring. He's a very talented singer. Yeah, he's very boring and it's like... He's competent. Like, here's the thing about Pitch Perfect. Didn't have a meet cute. And then it has that scene of him, like, doing the record cover jokes. (laughs) And I'm like, is this... She should be doing jokes back. Because right now he's just making jokes and she's laughing. And there's two men competing for her attention. And I don't know why. Right. That was the other thing. The movie really needed you to believe that, like, every male around Becca would just be like, oh, my God, you're so cool and pretty.
1: And, like, I mean, to be fair, probably, yeah, in college. Probably in real
0: life. But the problem with the movie is she's surrounded by other women who are just as pretty and talented. Mm. So it's just, like, it doesn't read. Like, movies need to cast ugly people again because our brains can't comprehend pretty people having problems like this.
1: Mm. No also so, like rebel wilson was like 30 something in this i'm just like i'm over it i would like to see teenagers i think it gives us a very warped view of young people when we keep casting like very old people in movies with teenagers like right. we should see teenagers having teenage issues
0: well and it, it it's It's why all of the teenagers fucking their teacher subplots that have not gone away make me so uncomfortable because, like, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds don't look like that. Like, (laughs) I had a moment a few years ago. We were watching Riverdale Season 1. Bad, but, you know, it's like Baby Twin Peaks. You can watch it in two days. It's fine. We started watching Season 2, and there was, like, an episode where Archie and Veronica took a shower together. And I was like, you're juniors in high school.
1: No, I, I can't have that. Remember in uh, Gossip Girl when she does, like, the striptease or whatever?
0: Oh, yeah, at the burlesque club. Oh, here's the thing about Gossip Girl, though. You had the suspension of disbelief because they're New York kids.
1: Yeah, you can. So it was yeah. like,
0: you're wealthy. You I do believe your parents let you drink. I do believe that, you know, you have access to go to these clubs. Like, it's why NYC Prep didn't work because, like, they <laughs> couldn't actually go anywhere and show them drinking. Also
1: because, like, teenagers are that awkward. Like, who's the French guy in, in NYC prep? Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> like, that's what teenage boys are actually like. They have absolutely nothing to say. Right. <laughs> they just stand there and they're like, I know I'm a cute teenage boy, so I'm going to stand here and, like, be a cute teenage boy to to you as a teenage girl, and I just don't have to try, and I'll make weird negative jokes toward you because that's going to make you like me.
0: Just neg you. Just a little I,
1: I have, I can make, like... Speak a couple words in French, and I know you're gonna love it. <laughs> the funniest date in NYC
0: prep is when he goes out on a date with a girl who's like, Oh, I spent a semester in France, I speak fluent French. And he's like, Oh, yeah, did you go to the Louvre? And she's like, Yeah, it's kind of overrated. He's like, Oh, and then he just doesn't talk the rest of the date. I'm like, That's exactly what a teenage boy in that situation would like, do. Teenagers
1: are embarrassingly awkward. Yeah, and I need that reflected, in I need more. I mean, like, I know eighth grade is like, she's in middle school, but like, yeah. you don't necessarily get rid of that. N- I think
0: it gets worse when you're in 15. high school. Like in eighth grade, eighth grade has that thing, like not the movie, but being in eighth grade where you're yeah. at like the top of the food chain again. Mm. It's And like freshman year, I think a lot of people get worse because I feel yeah. like high school, even more than middle school, high school really forces you into like defining yourself via a clique. I don't know if this it's this way anymore but even like who i hung out with the first semester in high school versus the rest of high school
1: mm, yeah
0: very different
1: like figuring out what cafeteria we fit in was like And that's part a thing also like your first semester friends in college like you are not yes. going to be friends with them later everyone in college like if you live in a college town you see like groups of 20 plus 18 yeah. 19 year olds walking around and you're like this is sad there are people in this group who no one else likes, but are there because you desperately need friends.
0: Yeah, and also uh, I was the kid freshman year who everybody was like, you seemed cool and now you're just depressed and we don't know (laughs) you enough for this to be worth it. College was full of girls, especially freshman year being like, I know that people say freshman friends don't last, but we are going to last and you will be at my wedding. The amount of bridesmaids proposals I was around With a bunch of 19-year-olds, and I was like, is this what we... Because nobody was in a sorority at Ithaca, so I feel like the Mm. next thing you had to be, like, friends forever was to be, like, you'll be a bridesmaid. Spoiler alert, one of those girls got married. None of the bitches she promised were in her wedding. (laughs) Of
1: course. (laughs) Because, like, of course
0: course. they were. Maybe they were invited. You were so
1: desperately uncool your first year of college. (laughs) Like, you were so desperate to, like change your personality and like you're like i'm in a new place with new people i'm gonna be a new person that you come across as so unlikable so maybe maybe that's why anna kendrick's (laughs) character is unlikable maybe she's being like i am i have this new music producer persona and she's trying to like shake off her uh the stink of her parents divorce
0: if she had shown up and done that and been like, this is new, new place, new Becca.
1: Yeah, give yourself a little pep talk or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, there's pathos
0: there. There's something yeah. happening. And instead we just get like, I'm fucking, I'm already angry. I already shut people out. Like, I do think one of the biggest lies we tell people is like, you can go to college and be anybody. It's like, no, just go to college and just really focus on yourself. Don't worry about other people. Yeah. Eat, eat lunch alone. You will be fine yep it does not matter do not concern yourself you'll find people like your sophomore year is so wildly different from your freshman year and it's it's that thing of like this movie just doesn't capture any of what it feels like to be a college freshman or go to your first because it's not a
1: college movie it's an acapella movie but like, like it's college just like
0: is where acapella is happening like they are they are so intertwined and like yeah. I had friends freshman year that got into the acapella groups, and that was a huge defining part of their personalities because mm-hmm. it was, like, cool that they had done that and they were accepted by these upperclassmen, so they were, you know, they had friends on campus. They had friends with off-campus apartments. Suddenly, they had yeah. a hookup for alcohol. Like, nobody struggles to find alcohol in this movie. There's never any, like, where are we going this weekend? There's none I think of that.
1: it's possible because... I hate to keep bringing it up, but because the cast is all in their 30s, if they had a plot line like that, they'd be like, no one would actually believe that Anna Kendrick cannot walk into a liquor store and buy alcohol. Anna literally. Camp
0: is not getting carded.
1: No, absolutely not. Uh, Skylar Aston was, oh, he's like younger than Anna Kendrick. He looks older.
0: He lo- he. look They look like a middle-aged couple. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's odd. And then Ben Platt looks... Exactly like him, but baby-ish. So it looks like Anna he's...
1: Camp was like twenty-nine in this movie. Yikes! No,
0: feels no, like no, we could no. just cast someone else.
1: I don't understand. What's a teenage movie with actually teenagers in it? Eighth grade. Eighth grade, Love Simon, I guess, has young people in it. Okay. How old is Nick
0: and Nora's? They were pretty young when they filmed. smart are they young? Uh, the
1: one kind of the girls of.
0: is. Because she's playing, not Beanie Feldstein. The other girl is playing yeah. the lead in Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Oh, okay. She's
0: playing the sister.
1: She's young. Yeah. She's like twenty-two, I think now. How old was uh, Sarah Ronan in Lady Bird? Was she?
0: She was like twenty. She's like our
1: age. Sarah Ronan is twenty-seven. Yeah. She's born in the Bronx? What is her life? This
0: movie gets, I'm sure, got away with casting the people they cast because they were like, we have to find singers. Yeah.
1: There's no teenagers that can sing.
0: Like, that's the other thing with, like, not to mention, but Dear Evan Hansen, there's literally a teenager playing the role on stage right now. Yeah. Like, the jimmies are packed full of kids who can sing. <sighs> kids are but getting they're not talented ben Platt. younger. No, Ben Platt's... They're
1: not the son of Ben Platt's dad. <laughs> whose name I don't know.
0: Mark Platt? Something. Nobody knows a producer's name. This is why we didn't realize Ben Platt was a plant for years. Like, Ugh. I don't feel like I've seen a new famous person come up that didn't have a parent who had their own Wikipedia page in a long time. Yeah. Like, even Beanie Feldstein, I feel like everybody every few weeks is like, Jonah Hill's sister? It's like, yeah. Yes. I think this movie is a bummer. Um, because it could have been something that captured a real moment in culture, a real, like, a very interesting college dynamic, um, and instead it has no conflicts, throws everything out the window, and we're supposed to be really excited that the magician kid gets to sing a song about magic at the end.
1: I have nothing else to say about it. It's (laughs) it's just, like, it's not a good movie, and... I was looking at, like, reviews of it on Letterboxd, and everyone fucking loves it. That's the thing. Which I am shocked
0: The kiss at the end isn't good. Like, there are so many... The the reason people like it, I stand by this, is because the musical performances at the end leave you on a high. Just... They do. If if you feel like rewatching Pitch Perfect, don't. Just watch the Bella's performance. You will get every... Every positive emotion you want out of the movie comes from that performance. And... A, a movie kiss is such an important thing. And this movie throws the final kiss away. And to me, like the movie Penelope, not a good movie, but I have watched it many times for the build up to the kiss.
1: It's meaningful. The kiss is so good. Very meaningful. There's
0: no chemistry. I mean, part of it is that there's just no chemistry between these two. Like, did they do a chemistry read? I'd love to know. Is there a film test of her with anyone else?
1: Yeah. The only cute moment between them is when they're watching The Breakfast Club and she stops watching the movie because she's looking at him. I'm like, oh, okay. You do that when you have a crush on somebody.
0: That's the most college moment we get.
1: And that's why it's satisfying.
0: <laughs> it feels very real.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, that's all I have to say. We don't like it, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm done. Talk- I'm done. I'm done. I'm done talking about Bitch Perfect watch this movie don't or just watch the last 10 minutes on youtube yeah. it's there it's available for you, you or maybe
0: that. someday somebody will have an argument for me as to why this movie is valuable but i've i've tried so many times
1: i feel bad i feel bad it should be good it has things in it i enjoy but yep. um here we are <laughs> <laughs> well we've made it this far
0: <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> you can follow us on things Write us an email. Uh, I don't know. Um, whatever. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm sure we'll uh, be back soon talking about something, maybe something we w- enjoy.
1: Hopefully. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Just
0: an entire episode about BTL. Let's do it. I'm I
1: don't terrified. think we can. I don't want to. I'm Never gonna mind. say something. Erase wrong. that. <laughs> Scratch that from anything ever. <laughs> I'll cut it. Okay. Right, <laughs> bye. bye. bye.